welcome to episode 79 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favorite sack of shit, Connor McDuff! Here I am, nice and normal, no more Batman voice. That's okay, we're reviewing Superman today. Superman! Yeah, so we finished all the Batman films. It's done. It was a fucking task, but it's done. <laughs> Every single Batman film, live action that has been made, we have reviewed. Fucking seven films. Well, at so least the, all... the, lo the modern era of Batman. We didn't do none of that 66 shit. But Sorry, guys. It was good fun. I'm really excited because we're leading up to Batman v Superman. Hence why we're talking about Man of Steel today, because it's pretty much the, the first chapter of the DC Universe, isn't it? Yes, yeah, son. Well, I mean, aside from the brilliant Dark Knight trilogy, which they've decided to not go with, but we don't really want to fucking talk about that, do we? Well, would you would you like it, though, if they expanded on that? Like, oh, do you I think if I they started bringing Superman into that world, do you think it would work? I don't know yet, because we haven't seen the new Batman. But... I know why they did it, I understand, it's very gritty. Remember though that when they were advertising this film, it was advertised as if it was potentially in the same universe as The Dark Knight. Like its tone was very much centered towards being very dark and gritty. Well, yeah, everybody was saying like this, they're giving Superman the Dark Knight treatment for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's kind of where I'm kind of irked because that what they tried to do with this film is what they did with The Dark Knight where they mm. wanted it to be very dark and grimy. So, with that said, I'm not upset, but I definitely could see it happening. I, I definitely could totally see it happen. If yeah, that's something they wanted to go with. I, I'm, actually, I'm actually happy that Nolan's thing is, oh, is so Nolan's thing. Glad. So, I'm so glad. For once, you know, me being the franchise guy, I think that is its own thing. And I'm kind of glad that we've got a new Batman. We've got this whole new world. Because if Christian Bale came back and it was, I don't, I don't know, it, it, it might have just tainted what is already good. Exactly. Leave it no, be, no, no. leave I... sleeping dogs lie, and let's get on to some newer, different sort of stuff. And like, we've got an older Batman coming up and Batman v Superman. I'm, I'm down. I'm down for some... We have been talking about, uh, actually, last, last episode, we did give like kind of our, our thoughts on how we were yeah. feeling about Batman v Superman. You're super negative. I was a little bit more positive. I'm actually thinking now I'm getting more and more excited as it's coming. As we're talking, uh, it actually comes out tomorrow night, like midnight. It's a Tuesday night tonight. It comes out. Yeah. If you're listening to this, it's probably already out in cinemas. We're on the verge of it, but I've just been building up and building up with all this Batman talk on the podcast. I've been going and watching a lot of animated Batman stuff. Like I just watched uh, one called Batman versus Robin, which was fucking awesome. And I've been reading a lot of Batman comics. I'm so fucking keen now. I'm excited. I was looking at some of like the cool action figures that are coming out for Batman v Superman. Yeah, I'm pumped. I haven't seen shit. <laughs> but Man, that, I, that's I actually like interesting it. you said that though, because like I hadn't, I had to actually go looking for it. I I, I got a new app yeah. today, uh, the DC All Access app, which I highly recommend our listeners go out and get because it basically has all news about anything DC, from comics to the TV shows to the movies to everything. It's really cool. Like Suicide Squad's on there, Batman v Superman. I was just looking through because obviously they're really pushing Batman v Superman through DC. And there was a lot of cool stuff. And I was like, fucking, where is all this shit? I expect it to be inundated in Batman v Superman marketing right now. Yeah, I, I'm genuinely surprised as well that it's not 
drowning me out, but I'm also happy because I'm I'm not I'm not remotely keen for this film. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I I there is not an inch of excitement in me. Maybe two years ago, but like. I, I don't know. I'm not keen for it. Well, I'm it has been a long run. It. it has been a long time coming. Like, it was literally two and a half years ago, probably, yeah. that they started talking about this. And Ben Affleck in the Batsuit went out and everybody started whinging about that. And they've kind of gotten over that now. And we're moving was, on to... I was hyped after the first trailer. I was really excited. But then they released the second trailer, which was total shit for this film. And I've just yeah. been so, like, eh about it like ever since that trailer i've been so non like it's, it was just a really shit trailer i know the whole film you know the whole film yeah but i feel like it's going to be all the little things like you you said the one thing that got you excited was watching batman beat up a bunch of thugs Fucking, oh like, yeah that'll be dope as fuck but i mean i'd rather be able to go into the film with the thought this could be an awesome film where it's going to surprise me but it's more or less going to be this could be a film where occasionally i'm like ah. Oh, and I don't want that. I think that's what stopped me from being keen. Mm. I don't know. Well, know? who knows? Maybe it will go the opposite way. Maybe because you have such low expectations now, you will be oh, surprised and you'll go on and be like, fuck yeah. Pretty much. That's what we're going to find out. Isn't it? And then I might be the negative Nancy next week. So uh, yeah, tune into Fish and Connoisseur movie next week for that review. Like we said, the movie's probably out now. If you're listening to this, go watch it and let us know what you think about it. Post it on our Facebook. But for now, we're going to talk a little bit about Man of Steel. Yeah. So, Connor, would you like to tell us what happened? Actually, Connor, do you even know what happened in this movie? Because you have a bit hell. of a story about how fucking, you... Uh... Let me... This is my fucking life, right? So, generally, like, David and I are very busy. I have lately been watching the films like a couple hours before we podcast just because of time and a bunch of other reasons and I thought this film would be on Netflix apparently it's not which fucked my fucking afternoon up and it took me fucking forever to get the film so I finally got it an hour and a half before we were meant to podcast so the, I've I've basically skipped through the film today I've seen it prior a month ago but I fucking skipped through like I condensed a two and a half hour film to about 90 minutes, which I'm proud of. And I still know exactly what's going on. So let me give you a little rundown of the plot. <laughs> Basically, this film is the origin story of Superman. Starts off on Krypton, world's exploding. Superman's parents send him Kal-El uh, off to Earth. They die. Krypton explodes. Zod kills his parents. Fucking, he's exiled. He's, well, Zod, yeah, he's fuck, he just fucks off frozen in exile in a ship which makes no fucking sense anyway years later superman finds a ship turns out no finds out he's going to be superman he's superman zod comes to earth wants superman for his blood and shit wants to take over earth and create a new krypton starts fucking shit up with drills and then he superman stops him and kills him in the end it destroys a whole city. Destroys a whole fucking city. Well, I'm I'm keen to get into this one because, as the listeners probably know who have been following this retrospective, neither one of us have very fond memories of Man of Steel. I saw it once at the cinemas, and I remember being super excited for it because of like what we just said, seeing the trailers. It looked very cool. And in fact, I can I can still remember every, when I was watching this movie, I could see all the parts of the trailer like you know the the yeah. um the little red wagon that's like in the grass and like all those all that uh, shit at yeah. the farm like i remember all those images it's just like 
and him in the in the water. Uh, like it, it yeah. just all, it's all stuck there because I'd seen that trailer so many times. I remember being super excited for it, despite not really liking Superman at all, because I was excited that it might get this realistic sort of grounded approach to it. For whatever reason, I didn't really like it when I saw it. Uh, I remember trying to watch it again on cable one time. I watched the probably the first twenty minutes and turned it off because I was like, "This is rubbish." I haven't really sat down and properly watched it. Again, with the fishing Connor goggles. So I'm ready to get into this. Shall we start? Yeah, let's rock. Should we talk about Superman? I, I think it's about Superman, so we better talk about him. Yeah, damn right, damn right, son. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Like, look, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a Superman film in its entirety. I think I've just stopped like halfway through because every other Superman film that I've seen is boring as fuck. So I've never bothered watching past the first like half an hour. Well, it's actually funny because I... I... Watching this again, I remembered that before Man of Steel came out, I did go back and watch every Superman movie because I'd never seen them, except maybe yeah. the first one. And, like, the Christopher Reeve days. And I remember them being actually quite good, like, especially the first one. And there's, there's I think it's, like, the fourth one. It has Richard Pryor in it. It's, like, universally hated. I actually remember thinking that was kind of fun. Uh, it You know, it's old school camp stupid. Yeah colorful superhero stuff so it's sort of like yeah like so i don't know why i have this hatred of superman like I'm- because superman's fucking white bread man that's why you hate him it's the same reason anyone fucking hates him superman <laughs> is the most boring superhero so you're not keen he has no dark side he's all good no it's like it's you can't eat ice cream every day for every meal and expect to enjoy it you need to eat some fucking broccoli occasionally so you know how good ice cream is. So when yeah. this fucking character has got nothing but good in him, it's boring as shit. So when you watch a film about a guy who's got nothing but good in him, it's boring as shit. That's why you don't like fucking Superman because he's always been that fucking way. He's like that way in Justice League. The only thing that fucking stops him is is someone makes him evil or he gets crit like... And the only thing that makes him weak is kryptonite, which, so, like, very conveniently just shows up anytime something significant happens. Someone has kryptonite. So it's kind of just like, well, fuck. <laughs> this, what the fuck? I know what to expect. Oh, how's Superman going to get beaten? Kryptonite. Kryptonite, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's the same shit. I hope That's it's, I hope I it's something Superman. more than that in Batman v Superman, but I know it's going to be. You're 100% correct, because he is. He's the, the problem with him is that he is too good. He can't... He's too powerful. And besides the kryptonite, he, there's really nothing that can corrupt him. And it's annoying. But saying that, I now remember that the times that I have spent with Superman, I have actually enjoyed. Like, I've, I've read some comics, and I've enjoyed them. There was a great comic where Superman... Um, it was like Superman versus Predator... That was fantastic. That's like kind of the, the furthest I've gone in, into Superman lore. That's but cool. all the, the Justice League things where he's in it with Batman, I've always really enjoyed. But I just have that preconceived idea of what you just said. And yeah. I don't go out of my way to find Superman. But it wasn't until watching this again that I was like, oh shit, well, I do remember having some good times. Well, did you have a good time with him in this one? Did you think he was good in this? Well, Henry Cavill, I think, is fantastic. I think, I think he's awesome. Yeah, he is probably the perfect casting i think coming into man of steel there was always like the guy from smallville and that he was like the superman around like i didn't really watch uh smallville so i didn't really have a fanboy connection to it but i always sort of thought of him as that or from back in the um back in the days i think it was like lois and clark 
it was a show. Um, the Batman, the, the Batman, the Superman of that time was kind of the Superman I had in my head. But Henry Cavill just fills this role perfectly. He, he, he has the fucking square jaw. He's got the big chest. He, he looks like Superman. Like, yeah. And, and especially in this kind of more grounded, inverted commas, version of him. I think yeah. it really works. But and, did you like Superman? Well, I didn't really have any connection to him, to be honest. The way this movie kind of flows... It actually reminded me a lot of Batman Begins in its kind of very montage very like there's never a time where it sort of slows down. Because I actually quite like this origin story. I think what they're doing with it is is interesting. And I don't. Oh, you don't? No, I'll get into that later. I just want to talk about Superman first. Well, I, for, to be honest, I, I wanted to... Okay, well, we'll talk about the origin stories later. But my biggest problem with this movie, which we'll go into as we talk about the origin story, is the way that it's edited. It's not chronological. They try to do it, um, all this weird non-linear bullshit. They do Batman Begins. What happens? It's the same thing in Batman Begins. Yeah, but Batman Begins was pretty chronological. Like, yeah, it, no, no, I'm not saying it's, it's as good as Batman Begins. I'm just saying they try and do the same shit. Like... Where they go flashback and then him as a kid. But it wasn't, it wasn't really to- flashbacks too much in Batman Begins. Like, it, it kind of starts at the beginning, really, where he's at in the in the war camp or whatever, and then yeah. makes his way until he eventually becomes Batman. My biggest problem with that was that it all happened too fast. And this one, it's still quite fast, but they're jumping back between shit. Like, you know, we have a grown-up Superman on a fucking boat saving people on an oil rig, and then we cut back to him being a kid. Then we cut back to him being a young adult again. Then back to him being a kid. And then all of a sudden he's Superman. It's like, fucking slow down. Like, yeah. why do we need to do it like this? And I understand, like, we don't... Like, it's already a fucking long movie. It's two and a half hours. But they need to they need to just focus on something. And it's, just, it's the age-old fucking problem with every fucking origin story ever made. Is that there's way too much shit going on because they're trying to tell an entire origin story and then tell an entire superhero story at the same time and i do find that when zod comes back it all you know it all ties in because we get that the scene with krypton at the start and all that sort of thing but i just don't like the non-linear idea of this like i actually was interested to see how little boy superman would fit into our world and those scenes that they touch on they almost they they're sparking my interest and I really want to see more of that in a chronological order. But because we keep jumping backwards and forwards, I never really get any sort of connection to any of it. So it it's really a dropped ball on that, on that behalf. But before we go on to the origin story, cause that's where I really want to go to that now. But what, what do you think about Superman in this movie? It's fucking boring. It's just boring as shit. He is so boring. And the worst part is, and I'm going to fucking link it. Like, him as a character is boring as fuck. Superman throughout this whole film has no dark side. This whole film is just watching him become Superman and then fighting a bad guy. And that's it. That's his, that's his character arc. Until the very end where he snaps Zod's neck because he fucking has to. Yeah. Like, that's like the worst thing you can do for a protagonist is give him give him the development like not making the character make the choice himself yeah, he yeah. just did it no shit he's gonna do it it's so fucking boring superman has no choice he has no development like no no like drive to do anything if they're trying to make a dark tone which they are because this is shot like a fucking indie film if they're trying to make 
like a film about a dark tone with Superman. And they have these touch on these moments where it kind of goes there. Like, why not just have him contemplate killing this fucking guy? Like, have Superman at his mercy. Like, fucking on the ground, like, about to die. And Superman's, like, heating up his fucking eyes. Like, just gonna, like, blow his fucking face off. Or just, like, actually kill someone. Or, like, shit like that is what I wanted to see. He does, like, there's that moment where... He gets bullied by the guy in the bar, and he's like, no, I'm not going to beat him up. But then he goes outside, and his truck's all fucked up. Like, that's fucking sick. You're Everyone yeah. in the film, like, you're like, that's fucking awesome. Like, this guy has a personality. And other than that, there's nothing. He just, he just is good the whole way through. And that's so fucking stupid. Like, why not? Why could he not struggle to be a good guy why yeah. can he not struggle he's to, overpowered to and yeah yeah like he's he, op have him be a character i, I totally agree because and, and i think that comes back into the way that this this movie is put together is that they just don't give themselves the time to actually do that well no because you don't see superman until 50 minutes into the film 50 minutes it's a 50 fucking or minute origin story too fucking long when nothing happens, which is what you want to talk about. It's what I want to talk about as well. 50 minutes before you see Superman, and then it's an hour before you see Zod, abruptly, in the actual story. One hour. Trust me, I was checking the fucking time for this film as I was watching it. But that's, but yeah. pretty, that's pretty, you know, standard in origin, origin films. Like, your first movie of any superhero, you usually get, like, even Batman Begins, it was an hour and a bit before Batman but, but came. But we had a, we had a, like, okay. The thing is, though, Batman, as a character, especially in the Dark Knight series, is grounded as fuck. He struggles with exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Bruce Wayne yeah. brings a gun to the trial of the guy who killed his parents. That's fucking awesome. That's why he goes away when he goes away and trains the League of Shadows. He has to make the conscious decision not to execute the guy and instead burn the place to the ground. These guys that have raised him for seven years. He's like, nah, fuck you, I'm not killing this dude. You see Bruce Wayne make these choices for himself. And in this, that's a fucking origin story. Because I love the origin story in Batman Begins. In this, he just fucking is. Like, he's just like, yeah. everything's Well, this is what I'm him. saying. Like, I, I find that they've touched on things. Like, that scene that you said where he nearly fights the guy in the bar. There's also another scene where he really wants to punch some kid's head in when he's a kid, but Kevin Costner comes over and says, no, nah, you shouldn't do that. That's really good. All that stuff is really good, but there's not enough of it. And we don't get enough time to actually sit and, and just feel these scenes because like, I keep going back to it, the way that this movie is edited, it's just all over the place. What I would have really liked to see, I, to be honest, I would have liked to have seen a whole hour of Superman growing up before he even becomes Superman because I actually find that more interesting. I, I really want to see him struggling with being an overpowered kid who can't use his powers to fight back bullies and stuff like that. Like, that is gold. That's what I want to see. And I think that's that struggle that you're talking about. Like, if we got more of that, and then when he became Superman... You know, after, you know, Kevin Costner's dead and all that sort of shit, he's, like, really devastated because he was being a teen angst guy, which actually, I really like that scene also, where Kevin Costner dies. I, I found that kind of quite devastating. I thought it was fucking stupid as hell. Oh, really? You didn't I, like okay. it? Okay, you and I are going to have very polar opposite opinions about the origin story, but I think we're kind of on the same page, which is weird. But that Kevin <laughs> Costner scene is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. 
he gets mad at him prior for saving a school bus full of kids. He's like, you shouldn't have done that, man. You're a fucking idiot. Because fucking humans can't handle this thing? That's fucking stupid. No shit he was going to save him. And then when he, his dad's about to die and he puts his hand up like, no, if you run in and save me, people are going to think things. Who gives a fuck? Like, who gives a shit? It's so ridiculous. It just blows my mind. It's such a dumb thing. Why couldn't Clark go and get the dog? Why not? Why couldn't Clark go get the fucking dog? Oh, I just, I I just seen that. I just, I just kind of seen that as you know Kevin Costner being the dad, and and yes, hiding Clark from the, from the world. I think it's good, but it's not there enough. What? Because what the whole theme of this is that, you know, if the people know about Superman, which is exactly where Batman v Superman is going, is that we don't understand him, we can't yeah. control him, so we're scared of him, so we want to destroy him, which is where Dawn of Justice is going. And I really like that, but it wasn't really put in strongly enough there. I got it and I feel it. And this is what I'm saying is that if they put a bit more of that in a great origin story, because I really did like that scene with Kevin Costner dying. I think it's just because I like Kevin Costner in general. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I think that would have had even more weight to me. You didn't like it. I think you may have felt something for it if they gave... It just more time and, and built I, on I, that sort of thing. And I then, totally agree. And then when he becomes Superman and he has, he should have had a point, like you said, where he's just going to fully fucking murder someone. And then he has, you know, Uncle Ben's voice in his head, fucking not, you know, using a Spider-Man reference, but like it, having Kevin Costner in his head being like, no, you look, now you've, you've, you're out there. You kind of need to, do the right thing. Maybe you shouldn't have... Yeah, whatever. Like, it should have come back to him remembering something that Kevin Costner said and that's why he doesn't go the dark route. But like, but okay, so this is... I agree. I, I like 100% agree, but this is my problem. Mm. This film has three different origin stories. It's got the fucking Russell Crowe sending Krypton Blows Up, which is fucking stupid. And then it's got the fucking kid origin story, and then it's got him as a young adult, and then he just becomes Superman. None of them are fleshed out. None of them actually show him developing. None of them mean shit. Because, like you said, they don't touch it enough. And what bothers me is that I wouldn't want to fucking see a kid Superman. That's Smallville. No, everybody already fucking knows who Superman is. It's, it's, he is literally the most famous superhero, probably bar Spider-Man, that there is in the world. I would have loved to have seen a film that is fucking Clark Kent. He finds the fort, like the very start of it. If you're going to have that scene where he's fucking blows up, like Russell Crowe fucks him off to earth, whatever. Yeah. I would love to have seen him train in the Fortress of Solitude for like seven years. Like see him, that's the beginning of the film. He finds the Fortress of Solitude and then he struggles with himself and all that shit because that's fucking Superman like I, I that's what if you're gonna do an origin story just show me that just show him like he's already fucking been in Smallville we already know he's from Smallville we know that already like show that and then if you want have some flashbacks in that situation get rid of the fucking shit of him as a teen or go with him as it like as a young adult and have him on this like cross-country trek but get rid of the shit as a kid like it's there's too much piled on 
And the kid stuff is so annoying. Yeah, see, look, I'm on the total opposite end because, like, the things I didn't like in Batman Begins was watching him train and in the fucking the war camp and all that sort of stuff. Like, I don't care about that stuff. What I cared about here was that he had a family connection. It was all, like, set in a small town in America. Like, I haven't seen Smallville, and I don't know... My, like, I know the general idea of, of Superman backstory, but, like, yeah. I, I think I'm the minority that doesn't. So I do. I did want to see that. I don't want to watch him fucking jumping around in an ice castle, for you know, for fifty minutes. I'd rather see him yeah. being teen angst and doing all that sort of stuff because I can connect with that more. But the problem here is that I don't ever really connect with Superman ever. And and you so you're talking about well, he doesn't become Superman until like fifty minutes in or something like that. He doesn't speak for fifty minutes. He doesn't say anything. Like, he's fucking really boring. Does. Nothing he, happens. That's, he's just, and that's a big fucking problem because when he does actually become Superman and he's starting to fly around and do all that sort of shit, it's supposed to be almost fun. It's kind of like, it's supposed to be like the Spider-Man swinging through the, the town being like, woohoo, you know, sort yeah. of thing. And I was like, I would never think that this character would do that because all he has been is fucking pouty for the last 50 minutes. Pouty and like doing the right thing. Like if you were going to go down the kid rat, I wanted to see him beat the shit out of that other kid. Like what if mm. he like, what if he like beat the shit out of that kid and he's like, and you see him and he struggles to like control his anger or he just struggles to understand and they touch on it. If they had that and then at that fucking moment where, um, What's his name? Kevin Your Carson. mate dies. Yeah, you'd be like, you'd be like, fuck. Like, of, of course he's got it because everyone's really skeptical by that point. Like, well, that's it. If he actually really hurt somebody, then Kevin Costner would have to come down like, hard on him. It would be, it would be awesome. Like, oh shit. Like, that's why I'm a good guy because I was such a fuckhead growing up that I caused the death of my my dad. That's right. You know, yeah. that would be sick. Or him as, a, him as a young adult. You see him crush the truck. You see him get angry. Like, you see him struggle to understand who he really is. And then when he becomes Superman, he's like, I fucking get it now. But what it is, is he's just like, ah, I'm a good guy. I'm a superhero. Here I am. White bread, white bread. Gets his suit, white bread. Fucking starts flying. Which is the coolest part of the whole origin story. And they just kind of have it happen. He's like, yeah. oh, hey, man, what's up? I'm your real dad. Here's your suit. Fly now. And yeah. he's like, all right, I guess if I just, like, launch, like jump up, holy fuck, I can fly. Like, oh, and, then it, fun. and then there's, like, a random bit of comedy in there that is, feels, like, really out of place in this out movie. Out of place, yeah. Yeah. The next big problem I have with his development is that he all of a sudden becomes, like, this fucking political figure when he's talking to the military and all this sort of shit. Like, he's never talked to anyone like that before. It's from a country uh, town, yeah. He, like, wh where did he get this confidence? This is the problem. Is It's there, it's kind of there, but it's not. They don't give us enough for him to become what he is. And if you're giving me a Superman origin story, go fucking all out and make me believe that this everything that's happened in his life has shaped to what he is now. And that's not there. Mm, it isn't. And that's a big issue, and I totally agree. Now, like, on top of that, right? So you've done the fucking three hours of origin story where nothing happens. Now we have Superman, right? So the story's <laughs> there. And there's these fucking moments in this film that are just so cool. Like when Zod first comes to Earth and there's that creepy alien message on the TV. That is a sick moment. Like well, this that is, that's, This is the one thing that I do like about this movie is that it's, it's kind of like signs. It's like an alien invasion movie. And I think that was the perfect way to go with it. 
But like at moments, and this is the thing, this film has like commitment issues. The first half of it wants it to be this like indie, grounded, dramatic narrative about a guy who struggles to understand himself. The second half is a fucking $20 billion blockbuster where shit gets blown up. And there's just like these, and it should have just gone, it should have just been totally grounded. Like, honestly, it should have really been this grounded film because like Zod being mysterious, like that alien voice, that's fucking dope as shit. And then he comes to earth and Superman just beats shit out of him. And you're like, well, fuck, like, what's the point? I just wanted, I wanted that, that, and I know Superman, like he's, he's a fucking Superman. Like that's his, like, obviously you want to showcase his powers and shit, but it definitely could have been done in a way that is more emotional and dramatic. Batman is literally Gadget City. You look at a film like Batman Forever and, and Batman Robin, it's all about fucking gadgets and all this crazy shit. But The Dark Knight is manages to keep it this grounded film. The Dark Knight specifically, that film, is the Joker. And it's still like this drama. And they could have done it in this as well. Something very similar with Zod. And, but they don't. They never go there. They just fucking turn it into this fucking shit fest. Fuck me, man. <laughs> I do agree. I, I do wish there was a little bit more emotion to it. It does feel a bit cold. The Dark Knight films skirt on that, but they always come yeah. out on top, and that's what makes them so brilliant. This one doesn't quite get there. It's it's like there, but it's just a surface level. Like We don't go yeah. deep into anything. But I, I actually kind of think they keep the same style throughout the film for what this film is. Like I like... I actually really like the way this film's shot. I think it looks beautiful. I think it's a fantastic looking film. Because you're right, it's all indie sort of looking. It, it, it just gives... it. There's something... I don't know. So it, maybe it's because of the, the farmhouse and all that. So it's something very local feeling to it. It feels grounded and it feels nice to me. But it's like in the way it looks. But then it, there's stuff letting it down that's not quite getting it there. But then when it does like the alien invasion style of thing, I'm just like, fuck yeah. Because that's the kind of alien invasion movie that I like. Oh, it's so dope. Like yeah, with, you know, bullshit. messages coming through and the whole the whole nation stops and all that sort of thing. But I actually think they they take it quite well where they go with it, it considering that this is still a Superman movie. Like we have to have the million dollar budget destruction yeah. scene with him fighting fucking Zod and all that sort of thing. It just, it needs to come into it. And I think in the way that it was done, it really worked for me this time because the rest of the world is just like, what the fuck is happening? Like you get his um, editor-in-chief, you know, Lawrence Finchburn and all those guys running oh, through yes, the city yeah. and as, as that drill thing's fucking about to smash everything. And it's like everyone else in the world is helpless. Nobody can attack these things. It has to be Superman. But Superman is green. He's green as fuck. He's a rookie. This is his, like, first fight. And he doesn't really kind of know what he's doing. And I kind of wish they went into that a little bit more. Because I know the biggest thing with this film that people rag on is the destruction. These whole cities just get fucking destroyed. And it's like, there's no sort of repercussion. But I mean, like, I think... I don't think it's the... Like, yeah, I think that's it. The lack of, like, repercussions. I think it's awesome. Like, when shit's getting destroyed. Like, of course it is. He's a fucking alien. Like, he's literally the great, the biggest, like, most powerful being in the universe, I think, or some shit. But that's the problem. Like, it goes back to that whole aspect of, like, there's these aliens coming down. This is, like, the scale of this should be literally, gr- like, 
earth-shattering, and they are with the drill and the world's going to end, but it never feels like the world's ending. It feels like Metropolis is in Oh, really? See, I, I definitely I, felt like the world's like, ending. I was just kind of like, all right, there's a drill and they're fucking breaking buildings, but at no point prior in the film are people like, this is fuck like, they should have been like, like, holy fuck, Smallville just got demolished. This is like, the world's going to end. What is going on? Before, like, that would be a, like a terrorist attack. That's what you would think. I, if they're going to, they tried to make it grounded. And it's very, they very much tried this dark, gritty side. I would have loved to see this, like, hate and resentment build, which is what they're doing in Batman vs Superman, which is actually one of the plot points I'm really keen for. But mm. I'd love to see this story build of this, like, you're fucking ruining the city. Like, you're ruining the world yourself by trying to, dis- to save it. Like, what is wrong with you? And even yeah. at the end of the... Even at the end of the film, they're like, oh, well, you stopped the bad guy. Superman is Spider-Man now. Have fun. Like, there's no real anything. That's mm. a problem for me. And I, you know what? That was a big problem for me when I first seen this movie. But I think now with Batman v Superman coming, this this screening, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt because they are addressing that. And yeah. that makes it kind of okay now for me. Because now the way I look at it is, like I said, he's that, that rookie... Superman, and I hope they do talk about this in Batman v Superman, is that he was just a rookie. He didn't really know what he was doing. He was just, he just was trying to stop this guy to save the world. I definitely felt like the world was ending. Like, I, I got that, and I think they, they did that well. They don't really spell it out, and there probably could have been a scene or two, like what you're saying, but I definitely felt it this time. Like, there was, it's, it just feels like everything's going to shit. I really like the fights. I think they're actually really cool this time around. Like, it's, it's kind of, if you, if you sort of, like, compare it to the first Avengers with that alien invasion that comes in at the end, like, I dare say that that was a lot more fun, that movie, but, like, I feel like this one actually feels like more of the world ending rather than what it did in the Avengers. The Avengers, I always knew they were going to win. Yeah. Because we didn't know anything about those fucking lizard men or whatever the fuck those things were. But I actually know quite a bit about Zod. And let's talk about him now. What did you think about him? He's fucking boring as well. Oh, really? You didn't like I him? I fucking care. Like, he's fucking shit. He's just fucking there. He's like, I want to make Earth Krypton. And Superman's like, don't. And he goes, nah, I will. And then he fucking tries to do it. Like, it's just so fucking boring. He doesn't give a shit about fucking Superman. He doesn't care. He just wants to do his fucking thing. Superman's got to stop him. It's the same shit. This issue hasn't been created by Superman. This issue isn't fucking su- Superman. Like, he's just there to stop the same shit he's always done. Oh, fucking aura rigs on fire. Let me save some people. Oh, fucking bad guys come down to Earth to ruin it. Let me save everyone. Like, I wanted an actual personal conflict, which is why I want to see Lex Luthor kick some ass. That's, like, it's the same shit. I mean, he's just fucking boring. It's, su- it's Well, he was, Superman. he was there. To, he's there because of Superman. He's there... He tracked down Superman because he's the last of Krypton and he's got that fucking skull thing inside him that has all the Kryptonic bullshit, whatever that's. Yeah, but he doesn't actually give a fuck. He just, he's like, oh, Earth is pretty cool. Pretty cool place. Drill. Drill it all. Like, I just, I wanted... But isn't he drilling because he's, because Superman hasn't coming out? No, I thought he was just drilling because he he thinks the world's good for Krypton to be a new Krypton. Like he's found a new I thought he was trying to flesh out Superman. I thought that was the whole point of it. Well, he's it's still, like basically, it's still... he's going to keep destroying the world until Superman comes out, and he's going to destroy the world anyway. 
that just, taken it. I just thought it was. I I don't know. He wasn't very. He wasn't a very good villain, in my opinion. He was pretty fucking boring. And I think I felt that way the first time I watched it, but for some reason, watching it this time, I really liked him. I thought he was a really good villain. I was threatened by him. I thought the guy played it quite well, even though he's a bit awkward. I don't really like that actor too well, but he is super pissed off the whole time through this movie. Yeah. And I love when he says like to um, Russell Crowe that he he's going to find this kid. He, he, will fu- he will fucking find him and he will kill him, basically. I, I don't know. It just all resonated with me I, because I'm so used to Marvel villains. This, is, this feels like I felt threatened and that's what I want from a, a villain. So I, I really dug him and I actually really, really like his offside of that chick. That just fucks all kinds of shit up. Yeah, she's cool. She's she badass. Cool, I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more about her. Zod, Zod works for me. I think he was a good villain. I think he was a good match for Superman. I'm keen to see what Batman vs Superman do with Lex Luthor and stuff. I just, I don't know. I had a real problem with Zod. I just didn't think he was very entertaining to watch. I was kind of just fucking bored with him. I was bored with him the first time I saw it as well. My opinion really hasn't changed, to be honest, since the first film. Like, a lot of my issues just kind of came up again. Lois Lane and Superman just suddenly just falling in love out of fucking nowhere was another thing. I was just like, fuck, it's stupid. Oh, you, oh, you thank you for believing in me. What the fuck do you mean, believing she's, in me? She's what another one that it's kind of like, I almost like what they, like, you can see what they're trying to do and they're giving her, like, this really strong role, but not at the same time. They're just not giving her enough. They're like trying Amy. to get like you to relate to Lois Lane as like mm. the average Joe spectating Superman from a distance, but then at the same time they want Superman to be the protagonist, so they kind of rely on him, and it just creates this fucking two boring fucking characters who don't do anything. Well, shit, oh. that might have been an interesting way to go. Imagine if she like it was she was the hero, and it was her reporting on Superman. Now that's a fucking movie I'd see. That'd be a gr- like we learn everything through her reporting. That would be great. Regardless, we have to see the fucking movies. So, <laughs> yeah, of, of, of course, it's a movie we'd see. Yeah, I don't know. Look, they did. They just, I, you know, Lois Lane is obviously. You know what's going to happen. You know they're going to fall in love. But I just, uh, it was another thing where I'm like, okay, there's literally no depth to this. They just like each other suddenly. Mm. Like, who mm. wouldn't like Henry Cavill? That's fair enough. He's fucking gorgeous. But, like... This is true. He's a, he's a good-looking man. Like, why bother? Like, why fucking bother? It's so annoying. It's like they had to have that Lois and Clark yeah. thing. We could have... They could have left that until the next movie. Like, to be honest. Like, have the spark at the end of this film and then let them kind of develop that relationship. But they don't really like to develop anything. So, that's... Does she that. know he's Clark? She knows everything about him in this one, hey, at the end. Right? Yeah, well, see, that's something I don't... I'm not entirely sure. Like, I feel like she's just pretending that she doesn't know him because I think that's the whole deal that they have, um, like, later on, is that they pretend that they're not really... Like, in, I think in the original Superman movie, she doesn't recognise him <laughs> when he comes in. When it's yeah. like, he's just got fucking glasses on. But in this one, I think she does know. His disguise is still hopeless. Like, it's <laughs> still fucking... It's still him with glasses. Did you see the Jimmy Kimmel sketch at all? Yeah. Where- Fucking so funny. For anyone wondering what it is, it's like Batman versus Superman meeting each other, but they're Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent, and Jimmy Kimmel pops up. He's like, "Oh, you're Superman," and it's just fucking great. Yeah, um, <laughs> so perfect. Um, you should post that up on our Facebook, Connor. I will. I bloody will. <laughs> One final thing I want to talk about is actually the Krypton stuff. You said that you didn't really like that Krypton stuff too much. 
and not at the beginning, just because it's 20 minutes, and I, it's not, we didn't need it. Obviously, it's relevant to this bullshit story, because Zod and fucking the past, but, like, I would have rather them express it in a different way. Like, I, it, it was just time, it was just long, it's a long fucking movie, and it's just, it's 20 minutes. 20 minutes, that was. It was 20 minutes, and you know what's jump. funny, though, is that, I, th I think I got so jarred up by the, you know, how quickly they pass over everything else is that they do give 20 minutes to, to Krypton. To, to that. And like, I'm not so, like, I actually don't mind the Krypton stuff until you start seeing some of the stupid CGI creatures and shit. And you're like, oh, Zack Snyder, you just can't, you just can't not, can you? <laughs> yeah. But Russell Crowe is really good. And I, I kind of like the conflict that's going on with the world and all this and, you know, how they, they send it off. It gives meaning to why Superman's been sent away. And then, and obviously when Zod comes back. So I like that. And they give that so much time. But the stuff that I actually want to see, they don't, which is the annoying part to me. Yeah, it's fucking frustrating, man. I agree. I just thought it was just a pain in the ass. Like, I didn't care. <laughs> fucking him jumping on a bat like he's just flying on yeah that's when it gets stupid and then he does another good scene after that and then he does something else stupid like it's just like stop with the cg bullshit you like the world looks kind of silly already but russell crowe is bringing it in because russell crowe is a boss in this movie I, I thought he was quite good he is i agree i liked him that was yeah it's just like hitting this hitting this hitting this you know? that's pretty much it it was very much miss more than hit for me i think you and i kind of swap on that in that regard yeah there. it's funny like i'm i'm really surprised at how positive I've, I've come into i think it's mainly due to the hype coming into batman v superman v soups, now. that'll do it hey yeah the last thing though i really like the music in this movie oh it's pretty sick man it's like 80s and shit like synth and like oh, keyboard so cool. it's fucking dope oh, super I, epic super yeah. like it has that heroic feel but it's still still kind of grounded like it's it's kind of going that dark knight rises style and got taking it bigger because it's superman yeah I, I like it i liked it a lot that was one of the things i was a big fan of i actually don't i think i might even get that soundtrack i would listen to that i, I really enjoyed it but anyway, I'm pretty much done. Shall we get out of here? Look, Superman, Batman, f fuck, Man of Steel um, <laughs> is, is fucking shit. I didn't like it. I really didn't like it. It's like one half of it is a boring origin story where nothing happens and the second half is a boring action movie where nothing happens except the city gets destroyed but no one really makes a mention of it, which is fucking annoying. And then they went like, oh, fuck, we should mention that in the sequel. So I don't know. I'm kind of frustrated. Superman's white bread to me, and this film doesn't help because he's fucking white bread through this as well. I definitely see where they could have been going. There's some awesome moments in it that just, I wish it was this ground, grounded, dark film about a guy struggling with his identity, and that would have been fucking great, but it's, it's not, and that disappoints me. Gets two out of five. Yeah, like I said, we, we've been talking about this movie since we fucking started this retrospective, and neither one of us have been looking forward to doing it, and I've surprisingly turned around on it. I had a really good time watching it this time. It's still flawed as fuck, and I can still see all the things that I didn't like about it. But I have to be honest, it's it's very much due to the hype of Batman v Superman. I'm giving it benefit of the doubt now, because I feel like this is leading in to a bigger and better thing. I'm hoping that it tackles all the issues that they're touching on on a very surface level here in the next movie. And I know that that doesn't mean that this movie is a good movie because it shouldn't be connected to another piece of work. It shouldn't be like, I'm 
because I'm excited for something else that this is working, but that's pretty much what's going on. And I'm, I'm giving it more of my time because I hope that Batman v Superman will make this movie better because it will make it all make sense. I really like Henry Cavill as Superman. And again, I don't think he gets enough in this film. But I think he will in the next one. So it's a weird... I've, I don't know if I've ever really been in this situation with the film before. Where I'm standing right now, I really enjoyed this film. I might be different after Batman v Superman. And I might post up my ideas on that once... Uh, or w w when we talk about Batman v Superman. But at the moment, I'm sitting on a 3.5. Okay. Well, I disagree completely. But there we go. <laughs> It's been nice though. This has been a very civil disagreement. I feel like we're yeah. we're, we're on. You're you're absolutely right. We're on the same page, but we're not. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is strange. This is a strange film. It is. It is quite weird. But um, it's you know, this is what happens sometimes with fish and Connor. You got that is that is well shit, man. We we're on the the final leg of our Batman v Superman retrospective. Next week we're going to be talking a. about the big. The biggest fight of all time, apparently. The big heavyweights coming together. So will it be good? Will it be bad? I don't know. But look, we got to start looking past that as well. And we've actually been getting a few requests to review other movie series and just other films in general. And one that's popped up recently was Starship Troopers. Yeah, I'm keen as fuck. <laughs> and... You know, there's no other Starship Trooper movie coming out, so it won't be leading up to anything, and we'll probably just do a one-off. I don't think we... Well, maybe maybe we'll go on and do the rest, but we don't have time to do them in one big hit, but we might, we're going to review the first one, and then we're going to go on and do some Captain America because we've got Civil War coming up. If you guys are keen for us to talk about Starship Troopers, let us know. Get on the Facebook. Tell us what you want to hear because we'll talk about whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, boy! Anyway, as always, have a good one. Listen to us on Podbean. Download the thing on iTunes. Share the shit out of our podcast so we actually get people listening to it as well. Thank you very much. Play the music, Fish. For listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Man of Steel, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track, What Are You Going to Do When You Are Not Saving the World, is performed by Hans Zimmer.